You know, if you have a society where, you know, we'll just say half the young women are at least overweight, if not obese, and then you have another society where maybe that's 5%, well, obviously you almost have double the probability, et cetera, as purpose that the women there are going to be more attractive. So. Privet, salud from Kishinau in Moldova. Welcome back to another Vodka Vodcast with me, Connor Klein. This is the Zara Experience, and in today's video, we're going to be diving into a little bit of, I think, a controversial subject, and that is why are there no fat girls in Eastern Europe, especially compared to Western Europe or North America? Now, when I say there are no fat girls, that is, of course, not entirely true. There are people overweight here who are young, who are female. It happens, but the rate of it is dramatically lower than I've observed and looked up statistically in Western Europe and North America. And actually, I was back in my homeland, Ireland, uh, for a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, it was a bit uh, shocking to see the level of maybe not outright obesity, but just being overweight as a girl, say between 18 and 30, was dramatically higher than you're going to see here in Eastern Europe. So that provoked a little bit of a thought process in my head, uh, especially because when I grew up in Ireland, people were not as much as heavily overweight as they are today and obesity rates were actually pretty low. Uh, so it's something that's happened in the last few years in particular and it's a trend that of course uh, causes a lot of health risks on top of everything. Now, first of all, I'm not hating on fat people. It is a personal choice to be fat and it is a choice. I actually used to be overweight myself and I was clinically obese for a very short period of my life. Uh, actually, when I worked in, started working in a law firm, I just over ate and I lost the weight within one year. I did that quite simply by not eating as much. It's not that hard. I did it. I understand some people might get addicted to food or whatnot, have other problems in their life, make them overweight, but it's basically a choice. It's pretty, it's not that difficult to remedy. I did it. You can do it. So this, not, this video is not about hating on necessarily fat chicks in, these, in Western Europe or something like that. Just that it's a very interesting observation. And of course, it's a very good indicator of health. And that is why we want women who are slim and healthy looking, not over beef, overweight and you know, have the potential to have more illnesses going forward. So why is it that the girls in Eastern Europe, especially between 18 and 30, are particularly some, and even over that in general, I would say that there's less obesity and less uh, overweightness uh, in general, and especially amongst women. And also statistic, I looked it up in Ireland and it was quite shocking actually, just the amount of the population that was overweight. It's like half. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Even amongst young women, it was, it was high. I'm going to have to double check that. But uh, when I looked it up when I was home, it was something like more than a quarter, uh, about 30%. And that's just like, if you look around in, I'm in Chisinau in the capital of Moldova, and uh, it's going to be uh, just as a random look around uh, what I've seen on the streets here. It's got to be less than 10% uh, for sure, if not even less than that in terms of being overweight and uh, woman you know under 30 between 18 and 30 so another interesting point is that I've noticed on social media or just uh, watching the media in general I would say especially the mainstream media coming from the US you have this movement of fat acceptance uh, or fat promotion even that suddenly it's beautiful to be to be fat you see that obviously in a lot of co magazine covers uh, where they start to promote overweight and obese people on them. And so there seems to be this campaign that being fat is normal. Uh, 
it's not normal, it's not good, it's not good for your health, and it's certainly not attractive, especially if you're a woman and you want to maximize your choices in terms of um, male partners, and that's why we <laughs> go for women who are slimmer. And no amount of social programming uh, with the media is going to change that. Men like us love slim, healthy women, not fat, obese women. And that's just something that I find particularly pernicious in the media at the moment when I was you know, thinking back what I've seen over the last uh, year or two. Because I, as I said, I used to be overweight. It wasn't good. I'm glad it wasn't promoted to me as a healthy lifestyle, uh, for sure. And I lost the weight and came down to a more healthy weight because obviously going forward, the number of health issues, and of course, in terms of being attractive, it doesn't make sense to promote that kind of lifestyle and accepting it. So yeah, you could describe that kind of fat acceptance, especially as a promoter with women and saying women shouldn't be judged on their uh, appearance as a fat feminism. I've that, read that uh, description of it. And yeah, that leads us into why girls here are not as overweight. Feminism in general, especially third and fourth wave feminism, are not very popular here in Eastern Europe. I do have one video I already did a little bit about you know, differences between feminism and dating uh, between Western and Eastern Europe uh, that I'm going to link up in the card and below in the description. I'm actually going to make another vodcast. It's actually going to be the next one up. Uh, why you see women are not feminist in general, why the feminist movement doesn't, hasn't taken off here. Uh, there's a variety of reasons about that. I'll just give you a short overview. Basically, during the Soviet Union, uh, women were more emancipated um, in terms of their rights to work. So we're thinking first and second wave feminism and right to vote uh, than their sisters uh, in the West actually had to campaign for and make you know huge efforts to achieve. They actually got that. And then the collapse of the Soviet Union and the end of communism, uh, women actually got the right to not work and uh, kind of become a housewife, purely housewife. Of course, they had done a lot more chores than maybe than normally their male uh, colleagues had or their male partners had here in East Europe even during communism, even though they were working. But it's not the same struggle, the same history. And um, using your feminine qualities or to make gains either to attract partners uh, or maybe make money is not frowned upon here. There's no campaign amongst women to say, say I want to do it myself as much and not need men. Uh, and that, so that hasn't struck a chord here. So feminism in general is not very popular in uh, Eastern Europe and definitely fat feminism is not going to take off, I hope, anytime soon here, uh, just because there aren't, there isn't that uh, mass, I can't believe I used the word mass, but yeah, no pun intended, of fat women here to promote it and feel like they need to, uh, I don't know, get back into skinny, hotter girls <laughs> by promoting their lifestyle and saying it's great, you're beautiful if you're overweight. Of course, you shouldn't be 100% focused on uh, appearance in terms of weight um, but if someone looks unhealthy that's definitely a biological indicator uh, that they're not going to be a good bearer of children and uh, this is actually the main um, reason why it wouldn't be a good idea to date someone who's overweight and fat but if that just happens to be your fetish or your preference go for it uh, I'm all in favor of freedom of choice so that's number one fat feminism just a non-starter here in Eastern Europe amongst women or the media or anyone or men or men who visit definitely not going to be happening anytime soon hopefully so the second observation I have here in Eastern Europe about the way to people is actually what you eat in general now of course I understand because when I lived in the US even where the standard of food I wasn't very impressed with in general I could of course pay a premium price and go and you know it was Whole Foods was the popular more 
healthy um, supermarket chain at the time in the US. So basically you can pay for that. Uh, you know, to have less processed food and eat healthily. And also when I lived in Munich in, in Germany, I used to spend a fortune actually um, going to uh, organic food stores or not necessarily has to be organic, but it definitely that it is less processed, the food and it's higher quality. Now here in Eastern Europe, there isn't so much processed food. That's what I've noticed. And the quality of the food in the restaurants, because here I, I basically eat out uh, three times a day, is uh, very high for the for the price so this is why I don't go and buy in the supermarkets or the markets that often because it's just so affordable um, here relative to Western Europe but even if you were cooking at home uh, the produce here when I go and look at the market it's definitely of a high quality for the average person now I'm not talking about you know being able to afford you know having the money to afford for a premium uh, quality of uh, groceries like I was talking about my experience when I live in the US or in Germany uh, it's just the average is going to be higher uh, at that, you know, relative people's income than it's going to be in North America for sure. I'm picking on the U.S. because I lived in Washington D.C. and I went once to a normal cheap supermarket and it was pretty much a horrific experience. It didn't look like real fruit and vegetables there at all. Mass-produced, low quality, and lots of sugars, processed food. Basically, people get fatter from that, you know, on average, quicker than if you're eating the healthier, more organic food. So that's definitely a big. Uh, and a significant factor in my opinion as well. Thirdly, of course, it's just that women are more um, concerned about their appearance here. It's very unusual to see a young, especially single girl, go out without you know, having put on some makeup, uh, take care of their nails. The presentation is very important. Now, you can have a debate about whether that's a good quality in general, but as I said, to be over fixated on, especially in the era of Instagram, but in general, of course, men look for uh, look at appearance and visuals first when they're looking for a girlfriend or a wife or a partner or a hookup. So this is more important for women to focus on. And in Western Europe and in North America, uh, you see that it's become a lot more less focused on appearance. Women are uh, a lot more sloppy, especially about how they dress. They don't dress up to go out. If they're hanging out with their friends, they basically look like they're on a Sunday night on the sofa, not going to meet anyone. And I saw that when I went back to my hometown of Galway in Ireland. Um, yeah, just the way they dress, it's just not very appealing. And then, of course, if your appearance is not going to be as important in real life, maybe they're just getting all their validation from the likes on Facebook, or not Facebook, but Instagram, when they put all those filters on it and you have the fake news photos, uh, I don't know, but it's definitely not a, higher priori a high priority compared to here, what I saw amongst the youth in Ireland when they go out. Definitely if it's a Saturday or Friday night and they're going out to a party, then girls and I did do dress up for sure and do focus on their appearance. Uh, but on normal days, they don't seem to at all. And that's something also I observed in the US. So here in Eastern Europe, definitely appearance for women when she goes outside, the door is a higher priority. And that's why um, they don't eat so much uh, because that obviously would affect their, their appearance uh, when they go outside the door or inside the door or anywhere. So that is another reason why being, you know women are less overweight here in Eastern Europe for sure. Now the next reason is also a correlate of the previous reason, kind of trying to lead you sequentially with a little bit of a train of thought between all the points here. Um, basically competition for good men, we'll say, in Eastern Europe is stronger um, here than it's going to be Western Europe because basically wealth and resources are concentrated into a smaller number of hands. So. 
and that then normally happens to be male hands. So unlike in say a very middle class country where there isn't such, a, I think it's called the Gini coefficient about difference the difference in rich and poor and how unequal uh, in terms of wealth a society is, uh, countries in Europe tend to be a lot higher than more we'll call them so kind of Western socialist countries, uh, say in Scandinavia, for example. Uh, which have a more stronger social tradition, or even in the US, which actually does have a high difference between wealth and poor, as it turns out, but not as, uh, as dramatic as being here. And that means basically there's more competition to get those guys. Again, being, being fat is not going to help your cause at all. In fact, I think it's going to make it really hard to grab a good husband or a good boyfriend or you know, get the guys that they want. And also, of course, this is the region in the world with, in my opinion, and I have a video about that with my friend Andy about where you can get the best, where the best girls in the world are. I'll link that up in the card and below in the description. Here is, this region is the best place in the world for beautiful women. Rather. And that of course is, creates a lot of competition between girls. Um, so you got, you know, less guys that they're all aiming for. And of course, you know, lots of, very attractive women around them so you know letting yourself go and being fat it's definitely going to be extremely detrimental to your chances on the dating market here local dating market and of course they can try and date foreigners but as I discussed in other videos not most of the nationalities it's a little bit different between them are not so open to dating foreigners like most Ukrainians are not for example uh, Russians I still have to spend more time there to tell you about it. Belarus, they were a little bit more open, for sure. Actually, a little bit more open to dating foreigners. And here in Moldova, my impression is they're kind of between the two. Um, and a lot of Moldovans leave the country because they have Romanian passports. They can work in Western Europe, uh, so they don't stay here. So they do, I guess there's like a, a valve on that market in terms of competition, but you get my general point. There's just a lot more competition. And being a fatty as a girl, competing against all these hot, slim girls, it's obviously gonna be very detrimental. Uh, so not only is appearance, considered more important also have that competitive element so the final reason that i'm going to give you why i see that girls here in eastern europe are slimmer than their compatriots in the west of the continent also north america is simply that i've noticed an extra emphasis on lifestyle and health here in the last 10 years now you do have that also in large part in western europe but it's definitely something i've seen more like i would say 10 years ago when i first came here that girls were that kind of classic, very, very slim, but not very toned. Uh, the gym wasn't as important and maybe healthy lifestyle, like they just still tend to smoke an awful lot more than in the West. So that's definitely a negative about Eastern European girls. But of course you can select and vet that, that they're not a smoker of cigarettes, tobacco. I do smoke shisha, which you've seen in this video. So I'm not knocking anyone who smokes that, even if it's also unhealthy. Uh, but a healthier lifestyle has definitely become more in vogue here. And definitely gyms and girls working out has become a higher priority. And of course that helps with being in shape and being slimmer and not being fat in general. So it's not just about what you eat, although that's actually the biggest thing from what athletes and dietitians tell me and people who are uh, fitness gurus. And actually most of it is, you know, down to what you eat, not, you know, it's important actually how you work out. Of course, you have to do fitness. You have to, you know, just doing simple jogging and, you know, staying trim and going to the gym maybe two or three times a week would be sufficient for most people to keep their weight under uh, control as long as they, of course, uh, don't overeat. So definitely a healthier lifestyle here in Eastern Europe also adds to the girls staying slim. And I think that actually uh, is also important for girls who may have also women who also get married 
here that it, with this extra emphasis on having a healthy lifestyle and it allows them to obviously maintain themselves going forward and if they become divorced after all uh, later on then they can go back in the market slim and trim so there are the five reasons that i have thought of myself as being very pertinent to discussion about why we have um an, an overweight crisis obesity crisis in the West, especially amongst younger women versus here in Eastern Europe. It's not rocket science. As I said at the beginning of the video, I was also clinically obese for a short period of my time. And the solution was really simple. I just changed where I was eating and what I was eating. And I dropped, you know, a huge amount of weight. I can't even remember how many kilos it was. Something it was at least 15, like really. Uh, and whilst other times I've gotten a little bit overweight, I've always just eaten less. Uh, I worked out, you know, a little bit more, gone running or gone to the gym a little bit more to correct that. So I'm definitely not, uh, the purpose of the video is says not to hate on women being overweight in the West. It's kind of to explore the reasons why and just point out that fact, promotion of fat acceptance is pretty detrimental and it's not something to be encouraged. So let me know in the comment section below why you think that body positivity in inverted commas, I don't see it as positivity. I see it as negativity if you're promoting being unhealthy and overweight and obese definitely not positive let's be clear about that and it is a choice i'm also a testament to that write me what you think about it and why this has been promoted in western europe and how you found it if you've traveled here to eastern europe did you also notice well you have to be blind not to notice the difference but uh what you think is fueling it and you know is this as big an advantage as i pointed out today uh for the women of east europe just the fact that there are um just more slim women i think it's logical when a lot of um, people who haven't been here ask me, you know, why are women in Eastern Europe so beautiful? And I said, part of it is obviously their aesthetics, the way they look, their presentation. But, you know, if you have a society where, you know, we'll just say half the young women are at least overweight, if not obese. And then you have another society where maybe that's 5%. Well, obviously, you almost have double the probability, etc. that the women there are going to be more attractive. So... Um, it's not really that complicated to figure out why. This is a huge factor. So um, I'm at the end of another video, another episode of Vodcast, and you have stayed all the way to the end. So I'm guessing that you are interested in coming here for yourself and living this experience. So my question for you, though, is what are you doing next weekend? Now, you could be here with me in Eastern Europe. That can happen, but the first thing you need to do is go down and click the application form in the description to this video. I have it underneath. Go clip it. Now you're brought to a questionnaire. It's going to be a series of questions. Uh, you fill them out. I will review them personally myself. And if I think it's a good fit for us to work together, then we'll be jumping on a brief strategy call together and we'll be exploring whether it's a good fit for us to work together. And it could be you even next weekend. It's a Thursday, so probably the weekend after. I'm actually going to be in Minsk with a client then. So it could be you. You could be joining us in Minsk if you do it really quickly. And fly to Minsk. So remember, this is a premium experience. So if you're not interested in investing the time and the money into improving yourself and actually being a guy that is worthy of beautiful women and having this crazy travel experience with me and my crew in Eastern Europe, then it's not going to be for you. Uh, if you think relying, needing coaching or needing you know, to take shortcuts, uh, is something that desperate people uh, do, then you're a little bit uh, delusional about life because if you think you can do everything yourself uh, and learn how to do everything yourself, you are definitely not on a good path to succeeding 
in most things in life that you that you know don't come naturally for example don't come automatically i'm a good example of that here on youtube because i absolutely sucked sucked terribly when i started it's embarrassing i actually took most of the original videos down it was that bad and i paid people uh some of the top youtubers actually to coach me and also on the business side i have business mentors as well and i've taken kind of these really amazing business masterminds to learn all this and to get the shortcuts so think of this our experience also as an experience like that you're going to be coming here not going to have to spend years figuring everything out you're not going to have to travel on your own you're not going to get scammed which is a huge problem say in ukraine and russia less so in belarus uh, and here in Moldova, I'm not really sure anymore if it's a big issue. It doesn't seem to have been a problem so far, but it is the least visited country in Europe. I just don't think they have so many people coming here that the scammers are waiting for them. But there were reports uh, a few years ago. Yeah, of serious issues with scams here in Moldova as well. So just be aware of that. And of course, you're going to have an unforgettable experience partying with me, going out, just seeing a lot of cool things here in Eastern Europe. Uh, so if you're that kind of person and you've listened to me, ramble on to the end of another podcast episode then definitely go click the link below and um, fill up the application form and we may be chatting very soon also if you have already made plans to come to eastern europe or maybe you've been chatting online with some some girls in eastern europe and you're not sure about whether you can trust them or not it's also something that have helped uh, clients on a consultancy basis so they don't actually come and live the Zara experience it's just not a good fit for them but I can really help them with vetting that and advising them uh, so that they're not scammed so that their dreams are not crushed uh, by some girl online or in person that they've met uh, I've been helping one gentleman in particular a few times over the last month and I think it really made a big impact so super excited to be able to help guys like that this is why I do it uh, it's really been about being able to make a huge impact um, for guys out there so if that's also you if it's not the Zara experience you're looking for, then definitely also write me an email at connorkline.zaraexperience.com or reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is Zara Experience. So the light is completely fading here in Chisinau. So that's the end of another podcast episode. I'll see you in the very next video. It's actually going to be, I think, a very provocative and interesting uh, vlog from here in uh, from Chisinau. Also got the another podcast coming up from here, uh, the one about feminism probably going to shoot that here as well anyways i'm rambling on desvidania love revederi as you say in romanian see you in the very next video ciao ciao Sar experience